All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Right, buddies, let's go. It is Monday, the 17th of October. It is Barn Burner, it's Boomer, it's Pinder, it's Red Warner. The Battle of Alberta, a horrendous weekend in football for, what, for favorites. Horrendous. It was unbelievable watching the Packers and the Buccaneers <laughs> and all these teams that MVP candidates just getting it. Look at your screen. Just <laughs> Look at your screen. Show run. <laughs> Rhett Warner with his Buffalo Bills shirt. Are Bills insider from not far from Orchard Park? Like, is it okay to wear the gear as an insider? As someone that's so close to It's like cheering in the press box, right? You You can't do it. it. You can't do it. Retro, uh, I understand. Oh, they're in the Buffalo. (laughs) Okay. Are we in the gift shop? What the hell's happening? Yeah. He's a lifelong fan. Lifelong fan. I love it. It might be a theme of the show today that... uh, heart-wrenching playoff losses clearly were just sought off and made even by regular season win- wins over the weekend, weren't they? Like, yeah. to- it's a wash now, right? This guy. Yeah, and if you, could, <laughs> oh, if you could stay away from Yankee Stadium today, that'd be great, too. Jason they might Pettis. thank you. They'll that'd pay you Are they playing today? Is yes, it today? Yes, 5.07. Oh. 7, whatever it is, your time. 7.07. 707 first pitch. Sabres time, yeah. what you call it. I had to watch it in Spanish last night. Oh, really? Well, it's a good thing you're fluent. Yeah. Doesn't slow me yeah, down. Yeah. 
Are you going to just leave the, your your camera yeah. set on your T-shirt mm -hmm. all uh, all show? I, we get it, and we can get there, Rhett. Oh, jeez. We uh, we are here. We are live in the uh, the Tower Chrysler Studios. It is the Oh My Gourd Ram blowout sale on now. You get my gourd because Halloween's coming with the gourd. What yeah. the hell is it? Is it like a is that what it's like pumpkins a are? Pumpkin kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. It's like a weird pickle meets a pumpkin kind the, of thing. I the Ermagerd Ram blowout. I don't know. Drive a 2022 Dodge Ram for as low as 169 a week. Ooh. Price is so good. <laughs> It's scary. Hey, yeah. Tower Chrysler, Dodge Jeep Ram, ten nine zero one McLeod Trail South. I wonder who wrote that. Do you think that was Nikki? I guess Nikki. Price is so good. Scary. Orma Guard. Yeah. Sale. So you start it's with the Rams. Timely. They screwed up my perfect weekend on picks. I yeah. thought uh, you know they're frauds. I called them frauds. PJ Walker and the Carolina non-frauds were going to somehow cover there. I, they didn't. No. Did you see Robbie Anderson got thrown off the sideline? I heard he was into it with what an assistant coach because they fired it. they fired Matt Rule. Yeah. So the interim coach and Robbie Anderson get into a little squabble, tete a tete. And then he said, "You know what? <laughs> Showers, beat it. <laughs> you know where you can go yeah. elsewhere. You can can beat it. That's, That's right. where you can go." Ah, <laughs> uh, retro. So you um, you know, we're gonna talk football in a little bit. I know you're all wound up and ready to go on it. But you, uh, this, here's the thing, if, if you're new to the show, if you're new to this, like this trio, whatever, Rhett's always kind of involved, but maybe not till the last minute, details that he needs, yes. he only asks for like right about the time you need them. Can I guess? He texted you about five minutes for a puck drop on Saturday. Asking? Uh, how can I watch the game? Where... <laughs> Where do you, th where could I get the game? And, yes. and in fairness, I never thought of us. Well, like, oh, like, yeah, I guess in New York and then like, what does NHL Network well, have? And like, I have I, no idea. Don't you, you get Hockey Night in You Canada? should be able to get CBC over the air in Buffalo if it's that close to the Canadian border. Should, actually, I should get some rabbit ears. It might work better. I, have, yeah. I had a streaming service and it said you're going to get all sports. Okay, yeah. good. Uh, you get mm. all the sports, but you don't get all the games in all the sports. Hmm. So you didn't end up with like the Finnish telecast of Flames Oiler, something like that? No, I found it. I had to buy another streaming service. It's costing me millions. Going broke. Yeah, it's millions. I had to pay too. I'm not happy about it. You had to pay. Because the NHL Live is oh, no yeah. longer its own thing. Yeah. It's now <laughs> over with the uh, you know, the other guys. So mm -hmm. I had to Same guys, different logos. Yeah, yeah. Different logos. Anywho, the uh the Calgary Flames, the Edmonton Oilers get at it up in Edmonton on uh, on the weekend. What's great about this new dynamic we have, mm -hmm. Flames Nation, we're partners with Oilers Nation. So we get a lot of the, we're, we're privy to a lot of the Oilers stuff. We're yeah. force-fed a lot of this Oiler bullshit now, emails mm -hmm. and tweets and all this stuff. Hey, oh, hey, oh, all of this stuff. Yeah. So we're gonna take down White Mud and then bring it up Calgary Ave, and yeah, then we yeah. should lift it here, and then they're gonna go to the trophy of Wayner. We're gonna go uh, to the Purple Onion after. Uh, what do we get? Get out of here. Uh, so it was good, actually quite enjoyable yeah. to uh, watch all of our social media feeds and email go absolutely silent. It was oddly quiet. At about 9 p.m. And this is the beauty of this part of the world, if you don't live here, is that there's enough Calgarians in Edmonton and a ton of Edmontonians in Calgary and enough people that were kind of neutral territory, like Red Deer, Central Alberta, or Saskatchewan, that everyone has the other fan in their life. Whether you're Oilers or Flames, you're surrounded by the enemy at times, it feels. 
got real quiet in some of the group chats with the uh, orange and blue heavy content. Yeah, it's weird. Cell service must go out in certain places where uh, wow. when that happens. Whoever it's unplugged awkward. Jack Campbell must unplug the cell phones too, right? Yeah, is, is that the dead remote? That is that what happened there? Usually What's that? More late. More, usually they're more laid back about their squad. Hmm. Well, they'll be all right. And to be fair, if it feels like there's more hype around this than you, there should be for the second game of the year, there's only three this year, and that's the only one in Edmonton. Now, got to make up for it. Did you feel, because you have the Battle of Alberta in the playoff series, and of course, as you call it, it's the gentleman's sweep and how that all went, yeah. did it feel like it had anything on the ice? I'm sure in the building it was hot for until it was 3-1 or whatever it was, 4-1. But did it have any kind of carryover? Or did it just feel like another, like a game two of a regular season? I thought it was better than that. Like, I thought there was some tenacity to it, but it, it certainly didn't feel like if we get this one, all our nightmares will subside. If no. we win that whole playoff series. Evie Stevie. Even. We always joke when it, the Flames beat Tampa for the decade after, yeah. you know, Rhett was there. Uh, but well, it, now we're even, right? No. It was more important for the Flames, was it not? Or, I mean, I think so. To me, it, yeah, they seemed like they played that way anyway. I guess what I'm getting. Yeah, at. They, there was some. There was urgency. They were ready to go. There was physicality, and again, that second line, boys, that's their best line right now, and it's not close. Manjapani, Dubey, Kadri, and like three buzzsaws. We need a name for these guys. That's where we're at. That's how good they are. They get named before the top line. Holy, I know. I know. I uh, I did some digging yesterday because I was quite concerned. Oh, you? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. And uh, <laughs> turns out that uh, Jacob Markstrom is fine. He does not have the Euler flu. Really? I thought, but Moss had to have been, right? I thought this has to be the situation. But Daryl said, no, that's not the case. He does not have the Euler flu. Okay. This is all part of the plan. We are going to be playing Dan Vladar one yeah. game a week this season. 26 weeks. Markstrom just played the other night. There's only two games this week. Duh. Nothing to see here. Duh. Total duh. That's what yeah. he said, yeah. Yeah. And if he somehow they're worried about the Euler flu, of Ladar seems immune, so if they just want a little blood transfusion, have yeah, him yeah. swap some spit, I don't know how it works, but Ladar didn't seem to worry about the Oilers. This was the Sutter quote, because, of course, Ladar goes in. Our theme coming into this season, there's 26 weeks in our season. We want to make sure that Vladar gets a game a week. It's just the way this month works. To be quite honest, when Markey was under the weather last game, we thought about playing Vladdy against Colorado and then Markey here, but he chose game one, so this is game he two. chose it. Yeah. yeah. So if we're doing math now, 63 starts for Markstrom last year. Yep. If, in fact, he's going to go once a week. Mm-hmm. That would dial uh, Markstrom back to about 56 and that starts. doesn't allow for weeks where they might have four games or multiple back-to-backs. I think Daryl's point about once a week, that's a minimum. That's to keep him in. We, we talked about it. There, there was large swaths between starts. There was like 30-plus days with only one start and one relief appearance for Vladar, things like that, down the stretch or at least into spring. That's what they want to try to avoid. And thank you. <laughs> like, it just makes sense, right? doesn't it? It's not like he's a liability. Uh, I don't think they're going to be in the spot where, man, if, if only we used the other guy for these five games, we would have made the playoffs not missed. Like it just seems to make sense. It's what a lot of teams are doing. You don't see a lot of teams roll the goalie 60 plus times. Yeah, Nashville, sure in Tampa, there's unique circumstances, but generally speaking, 
you want more of a 1A, 1B than that traditional starter backup. But Retro, I know he, you've kind of had your philosophy on, on goalie starts, right? It's not, it's, it almost comes down to, you, you have to look at the week at hand. It's how, how many games, how many are back to back? Where's the travel? You would, and you can kind of explain it, but your thing has always been, if it's back to back, then play the back, back to back. But then if you can have a longer period of time off, whether it's three or four days, that's more beneficial in your mind. No, I've always thought that, but that's, <laughs> nobody always listens to it. There's no sense. If you're traveling, you got the back-to-backs. It's, it's not like you're getting a lot of rest if you're going from Calgary to Colorado. You're still landing at three and having a crappy day. You might as well go in the net and have a time, take a day off where you actually get three or four days in a row to recuperate. But Well, and to further everything- that point, you're not going to skate in the morning if you just arrived at Colorado. There's no morning skate. Yeah, I, I don't mind that this this the same guy played both halves of a back-to-back if it does allow three, four days rest, or you can be in Calgary and a Wranglers goalie can come get fired on, you yeah, can yeah. skip a practice or something. I mean, this is, we're getting pretty deep into goalie philosophy here, but I think safe to say we all want to see more of Ladar because he's been good. And it's, I don't know that you need that much Markstrom. Well, I get what you're saying, but is every team the same? They're paying a guy that much money to be the number one and... Like if they'd be the bottom half of the league in goalie salaries, they're spending less than seven million on two goalies. But I mean, they have a what's what's considered to be a Vesna caliber guy. Yeah, I don't know if if it gets into that fifty six game realm in that territory. Is that what the others in that class would be playing? Some of them, yeah, I think so. Um, It's really, but 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 Daryl again would tell you (laughs) who cares about a bleeping Vesna like. What it's about is making sure that this one player that's crucial to us has the opportunity to be at his best in the spring. And he was for one series and wasn't for the other. And I don't think that's conclusive one way or the other. I'm not saying this workload would change what would have happened last year. But his track record prior to arriving in Calgary is a guy that breaks down over time and that will play through a lot of stuff where other goalies would say, hey, you know what? Maybe the other guy should. You have to protect him from himself was the rep. And this is from, you know, like Woodley who worked in the market and knows Markstrom well and covered him for a while there. Um, Dating back to his AHL years coming through Abbotsford. Like there's, this isn't people willy nilly throwing stuff out. These are the best goalie people talking about his career. And they're the ones saying, got to protect him from himself and use the backup if he's good. It's not like you're rolling out some, AHL goalie that you've never heard of here. And that's been the thing too, Retro. The thing about backup goalies is they have very little in the way of time to showcase for Daryl. If it's one bad game, that I'm might sure. be it. What else is out there? And it's it's a little bit different now with the salary cap and how hard it is to move bodies in and out, but it was not that long ago. If you were a backup and you came in and you didn't play well, you're out. Who else is available? I'm going to trade for whoever it is, right? He brings some goalie. Did he, didn't he bring in Cujo that one year? I think they got Cujo because there was compensatory picks for losing a guy in free agency. And so that's a Toscala and yeah. Cujo. And who was the guy? Remember, here. Yeah. Cron thought he was going to finally get some time. Who was the guy that they brought in then? I forget who, who the hell it was. It was just another, some plumber that comes in and they're like, no, you, you were garbage when you played last game. I'm, you're not going back in. Anyway, we, we, can, we can talk more about that. I'll be interested to see if it's one of those things that Daryl actually sticks to. There's injuries, there's time, there's fatigue. Mm-hmm. You wake up, you're 
not feeling good today, alter the plan. I think you're looking at at least 30 for Vladar unless he gets hurt. That's the thing is if it's if that's the minimum, there's room to go up from that. Like if he gets on a heater, let him roll. So the game itself, Flames win by a score of four to three. They hang on at the end, a barrage there in the final minute. They very good, obviously, in the first period. They're up four to one. They are they're rolling. They chase Jack Campbell from the net. In comes uh, Skinner. They get to the intermission, they come out, and then the Oilers are very physical in period two, kind of take it to them, outshoot them. They get some uh, they get some goals and start the comeback. But then in the third period, Daryl said it afterwards, and you knew he was going to be very happy. They outshot them in the third period, tried to limit things, kept the two donkeys up there pretty much in check from running around and doing their thing, and they hang on for a win. Mm-hmm. What, what did you make... Because I, I, I am always curious what Daryl's assessment is after a game, win or lose, what his thoughts are. He was very happy, thought it was a good road win. He was happy the way they dug in. What did you make of the effort, I guess, on Saturday, Rhett? Hard to complain about. I mean, there's, there wasn't many guys that didn't show up and play hard. Goaltending was good. I did like the third period because it was a bit of a concern. It gets to 4-3, and you've, you've kind of seen the history with that team where they start rolling, the Oilers I'm talking about, and they completely take over. So I thought it was a big sign that the the Flames could kind of wrestle control back at the start of that third period and really kind of took the play to the to the Oilers for most of it. I mean they they had to make have the have the saves at the end of the game, but that's that that's just what you're going to have to do to win. So how many teams would there be in the NHL where you're up 4-1 and you think believe the next goal is a big one. <laughs> right? Well, yeah. Like it's the Oilers and who? Elliot, Elliot said it in the in the intermission. It's four to one, and he said, "Does anybody think this is over?" And you, no, of course it's not over. And it's like five one. Okay, four two. Look out! That power play, the way it was being officiated. I mean, bad hit from behind. I don't know why Hyman's shaking that one off. Like, okay, the guy can turn or not, but that's the exact type of hit that could break someone's neck. Don't be shaking that one off. And then just tacky tacky stuff after that. It's like I see how this is going to go. They're going to keep getting power plays look out and when it was 4-3 after 40 you're like yeah I mean no one was going to be surprised if they tied it and that's why I think Daryl is so impressed with the third because they controlled and dictated the terms of most of that period when it felt like momentum and everything was shaping up to go the other way 58 shots in favor of the Flames in that third Huberto might be the best passer the Flames have ever had (laughs) thanks Daryl That's exactly what he said. Did you know that that was his quote? Or are you just saying that? Of course you knew. Yeah. But it's. It's true. In some shot. What is that? In some ways, I feel like I'm waiting for him to kind of wow us. Yeah. But in the other, in another way, it's those sneaky passes. Uh Like, wow, that's not many guys are getting that through there. Power plays. You can really see. Right. So there's not that out of your chair excitement level, but man, the guy's smart. But my complaint, well, complaint, they got to have a, a, he's such a good passer. That power play is going to be even better if they get a left-hand shot where Lindholm's playing. Because in the third period, Lindholm, he's got to, he's got to take across his body to get the shot off. He, that yeah. he had Huberto he had two great chances there. on that power yeah. play. Yeah, but yeah, but it gives it gives Skinner or the goaltender just that extra split second to get across the net instead of if it's a one timer and Huberto Huberto's got a good enough pass where you can rely on it to get to that guy for the one timer. I don't know, like it, it, hey, it's everything's great. We're winning, playing hard, wonderful. I'm telling you, you have a one timer there, you're gonna have 
20 more power play goals this year. You're a righty, though, right? You were right. You're right. Plays both sides. Yeah, yeah. Bad shoulders. I can't shoot. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Toffoli hits a post. Caudry had on that one power play. Toffoli hits the post. Pad save Skinner off of uh, Caudry in the slot. And yeah. Lindholm had a couple of great chances. I'm looking at the time that uh, Skinner came in. He spent uh, 48 minutes, 44 seconds on the ice. Uh, didn't allow any. One of the ways there's sort of the metrics that are a little better than the old stats are saying how many uh, goals have you saved above expected, i.e. that kind of a shot load. Typically two would go in. He was a plus four on goals saved above expected. So the Flames created enough where they should have garnered four goals typically. That's how good he was. They also had a lot of posts, not a lot of puck luck there. And I, I, I think that on the Huberto topic, you, you see it already on the man advantage. What we're waiting for is that line to pop at five on five. Is that fair? I don't know that um, they've had some chances here or there, but we talked about it last week with the second and third lines they have. You're going to be able to survive that. Last year, if your top line went cold, you lost the game. It was that simple. What do you? I'm what do you? Con- Still confused. No, what do you make of the top line? <laughs> anyway, what do you make well, of the, what do you make two, of the top line? It's I know. two games in, and they've been fine. They got a, I mean, and the top line is supposed to basically. Of course, they can move guys around, but usually your top line is mostly your power play line as well. And I thought that that power play in the third period against the Oilers was they should have had goals. Yeah, Credit no Skinner for making this too. Power play's been That's good. Fine. Well. I, you finally get Michael Stone on the power play, and look what happens. We've been petitioning for this, like, four contract. No, we weren't. Never mind. Big shot. He's got that shot. Big everything. He has been an animal for league minimum. Fifth <laughs> contract with the Flames. Bought out once. PTOs multiple times. And every year you'd think, I definitely exceeded expectations. Yeah. Well, he's already Does that maybe it. get me a contract before camp starts? No. League men, he's already worth it. Rooney? Day one free agency. Richie, here's your contract. Yeah. Me, Trevor PTO. Lewis, come on back. We here's got you your done per- early in free agency. Here's your per diem, kid. Take the envelope and keep working. What do you get as a PTO? Is that it, per diem? You get your little envelope full of 20s? So, yeah. It's a tryout. You got to stay. It's per diem. You got to stay in the hotel. a day. Can you stay at home at least? Although Stoner's at home, so yeah, I don't know if he yeah, wants yeah. the hotel. I like Nazem Kadri. Yeah. There's no question he's a a great hockey player. He's better than a $7 million player. He's 32. The question is, when does he slow down? It's not going to be this year. Probably going to be next year. I was on with Sarah Valley a couple weeks ago, and he says, of all, everyone's talking about Uyghur and Hubert O and everything else. So who's the one guy? I said, I just feel like right now, Nazem Kadri is going to have the biggest impact, at least from the when you're sitting and watching games, you're you're going to be seeing Nazem Kadri. And through two games, I feel like that's been the case. Speed, smarts. I wondered if he was going to get engaged with Evander Kane a little bit just because when Kane hit him in the playoffs there yeah. and, and broke his wrist, they were chirping a little bit. But tell you, he is. there's a few guys that you just know immediately are going to fit in with Daryl and fit in with what they're trying to do here. And this guy, uh, he's, I don't know what they're doing with captaincy letters or anything, but this guy's going to be a leader for this team if he isn't already. Two yeah. games. And I don't care what they do with letters. Like, I don't either. I know it's something like goal songs, letters, like they're not nothing, but what, what, what those guys talk about in that room amongst themselves matters more than where the, the fabric is sewn. Retro, right? you ever get hit with sniper fire like Kulak did on that play there? Jesus. 
yeah, blow dart from the top was, top level. It was Stanley Cup playoffs and Sackick was coming, so it was the same oh, result. Oh, no. yeah. <laughs> so that's the final in the Stanley Cup final. Like just so people know, you can't meet Colorado in the playoffs when you play for Florida or Buffalo. So that would have been ninety nine. Am I right? No, and you know his six. 96, sorry. You know, as Kulak hits the dirt there, he's like, come on, bail me oh. out, Campbell. Bail. No, <laughs> thanks. Thanks, pal. That's awesome. Yeah, the former flame, the, the, yeah. the double toe loop there, couldn't was, stick the landing. And then it was the same with Ryan Murray. As he boots a hand grenade at the blue line, can't keep it in, and then he's beside the net on his hands and knees trying to fish that thing out. Don't talk about it. Save, save. No, Magic Panic. Goal. It was not a pretty night for the, uh, for the Oilers on the back end. They're very upset. Are they? Couple starts, they were down three nothing to Vancouver. Down four yeah. one here. They're slow starts. Well, Jack Campbell's not been good. I mean, he was once he gave up a three nothing lead against Vancouver. He didn't get the chance to survive a three goal deficit against Calgary. Um, and again, the goalie nerds, the people that know more than we do, said, "Don't be looking at Jack Campbell's save percentage, thinking you know about Jack Campbell." Toronto has been one of the better environments for goalies to play in for the quality of chance they face being real low last three years, and he still. Couldn't stop a beach ball for about a month last year. And yes, he did look a, like a Vesna candidate for a couple months too. Like there's, it's the roller coaster. It's an easy environment. The numbers are rather middling. That's not a guy you commit five times five to, in my opinion, nor like the, the goalie guys I trust. And it hasn't been a good start. That doesn't mean he won't be good at other junctures, but like, don't tell me Skinner hasn't looked better through a very tiny sample of two games. He absolutely has. Yeah, he has for sure. Whatever. They can do whatever they want. Um, to f- I was just looking at the uh, at the minutes played. And it, it, when you're playing the Oilers and you've got that top line and you're defending McDavid, you know how it's going to be that backland. You know the backland line is going to have some some minutes. I was I was kind of surprised at the end. 16, 18 minutes for Huberdo, 15, 42 for Toffoli, and both of them are on that first power play. So five on five. Didn't see a whole lot of that top line. As you had said, your second and third line, it was kind of their night to... Well, they've been the third best line five on five. I mean, I'm not saying they haven't been good, but it's the power play to Rhett's point earlier. That's where those guys have thrived. And when you're playing the Oilers in Edmonton, they have last change. And there was times where Dreisaitl and McDavid were apart and then put back together in the third when they were behind. I mean, you just want those second and third lines when you look at their ability to check and play defense. That's who you want out. So with the game script the way it went, I... Not surprised by those ice times where line two and three got a ton down the stretch. Anything else I'll stand you. out to you from the from the game there, Red? No, I I just I thought the effort was great, and I I'm, I don't think those guys would be upset by the amount of ice time they had either. So no, they're going because of the special teams, just, like you said. Yeah. Yes. So, well, and not I'll say this: like that's nitpick. that's not an easy um, first game of the year for Vladar. Tip the cap. It's a big W there. That could have been a, oh, why didn't they do it? Instead, it's like, yep, still got two guys that can stop the puck. So now, home. Vegas. Eight in a row. Oh, yes. It was it was 10 in a row to start in the province. One in Edmonton, the rest at home. And we talked about uh, the first seven games. Six of them are top 10 Stanley Cup odds in sporting books and wagering books. Like yeah. It's a lot of very good teams at home to start. And you did checkmark for Makar, McKinnon, checkmark for Drysaddle, McDavid. Now you got Eichel and Stone. Have fun. It's favorites it's to win the West. Teeth, teeth. I don't know why they're going to play the rest of the year. Already beaten two of the powerhouses in the West. Do it against Vegas. 
It's uh, when when does Daryl throw out the you got to go through uh, you got to go through uh, it's a waste of eight days that whole thing when does that start? We'll see because people if if they continue to play well people are going to be gushing about how great they are and Daryl will so hate you have to that. Tamp it down, right? Like God damn it! Yeah. Uh, so Vegas tomorrow. Not really nice. Uh, Vegas tomorrow, Buffalo Thursday, Carolina Saturday, then Pittsburgh, then Edmonton. And then as we get into uh, November, it's a, it's a, she's heavy. Seattle, Nashville, and New Jersey. Then they hit the road for a while. For three. Well, that would be the road trip then you're speaking of. Right? Islanders, Devils, Boston, but then back home for a pair. But either way, eight in a row at home, nine of 10 to start the season. At some point, there's going to be that stretch where you probably wish you were at home if you're struggling out there. Well, take care of business. I mean, everyone's going to play the same number home away, all right? Minus the Sharks and Preds who started in Europe and lost a home game each. But, like, it's if you got a lot home early, you know you got more roads coming up. Take care of business here. So Buffalo's here and you're not. You coming with? Huh. Wouldn't have guessed. I wonder if Razor will be there. Could send him I, in. Are they... Well, because he's your buddy I mean, and you're traveling there. more last pandemic, year. It's a no-brainer, right? They didn't they're travel, traveling right? more this year. No, they yeah. weren't traveling, but I know he's traveling some this year. I don't know how much. We should get Robert on. Let's uh, line that up. Be morning skate time, right? I just like, we like to have him in studio. That's well, the best. Oh, That's sure. We of get course. Him. And That'd I be. don't know when they get in. We could do him on a non-game day leading up to it, whatever. How is Robert? Now, Rob Ray. I'll talk to him. He's good. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. You guys hanging out? Are you good. fast friends? Are you buddies? I asked him if he wanted to do some work and work out this week, and he said no, no chance. He's not interested mm. in uh, any sort of physical fitness. It's not his jam. But he was, uh, he was doing the uh, whatever the the fast. Oh, you know the fasting breakfast. Yeah, eating between the hours of uh, four and seven p.m. Intermittent. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. Are you on any cockamamie sure. diet health thing right now? Earbulbs, light bulb things? What's your nope. latest? No, whoop. I don't. Uh, no, no. Whoop. No whoop strap. I got the charger for the whoop is on. Still sleeping in my uh, lounge chair because of my ribs. I can't, uh, can't get into the bed. Up and down. Still hurts. That's about to be uh, devastated. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Honey, yeah. come to bed. Yeah. Retro, really come to sad. bed. Does she miss that really? 10 horsepower Evinrude motor at night? <laughs> <laughs> oh, probably not. Dougie's birthday today. Is it? Which Dougie? 70. D-U-G. D-U-G is 70. Holy shit, Dougie. Yeah. Good wow. Now, I heard through the, uh, through the grapevine that Doug... He's not a fan of the foul language that's oh, been on the show. Doug. Is that accurate? It's very accurate. He's uh doesn't believe in it at all. He was very distraught. Thinks it was upset. Lowbrow, he called it. Lowbrow. Yes. Oh, wow. I don't like that old segment age. that Dean was pushing for. Rhett didn't like it. Okay, well here's the th you know what? Prodding. With that said, there's a there's some things we need to do here, all right? So we were doing the cursing because you can't. It was last week. It was just for a couple of days. It was kind of a neat novelty because we can swear now and all that. But, you know, whatever. It's not what we're about. But with that in mind, Cell Street Burger came through. They are on board as one of our uh, 
one of our original sponsors. And they are going to sponsor the swear jar. So at, maybe at the end of every show or maybe at the end of every week, we'll do a tally. Every time there's a swear, it goes into the swear jar. Going to get some money and it will go towards kids sport. So the uh, Cell Street swear jar opens today, today. Which, is, which is good for you. Me. Ooh. Because yeah. you would have You'd had to a fill it. Heavy fine. I was not one of the fives. There's the five big ones. I stayed steered right clear of those. I feel like that one's not in the big five just because it's it's even beyond the big five. It's unacceptable it's just, is what it you pushed me. I didn't want there's it. just no place for, for it. For three days I pushed back and finally relented. The see you next Tuesday is just there's no need for it. You brought it up before the show, and I'm like, oh, he's not going to say it. And then you fired it out. I, Chip I, my pants. We, Are you proud of yourself? Are you proud of yourself? Yeah, You're better than that. Yeah. Oh, there you go. And what did you say? You tried to defend it. Yeah. By saying, oh, but in it, you know, certain oh, yeah. parts of the world, you, yeah. you, uh, you, you, you can say it, and it's not a thing, right? 100%. Yeah. Like, you can say bitch on American television, no problem. Uh -huh. In some countries, that's a much more egregious foul than next Tuesday. And you're saying the uh, see you next Tuesday is acceptable in some parts of the world. Kind of like bitches here, yes. Well, well, I'm not allowed to use uh, the B word at my house. That's fair. I mean, wow. So I, I, I thought you were full of it. But then over the course of the weekend. You didn't believe me. No, I didn't. I, I just feel like the, the sea bomb is no good. Telling me what the Australian culture is like. No good. And you said, <laughs> oh, Australian this and so Yeah, whatever. Dude. So it's the weekend, and uh, we have many great followers on our social media. But one of our guys reaches out, of all things, to defend you. Double this was on my Instagram this weekend. Boom, boom. Pinder, retro. I just wanted to quickly chime in down here from Australia in the man cave. Just watching a little bit of horse racing. Got the flame stuff up here, mate. But I just wanted to chime in about... Um, Pinder's word, cunt. Now, cunt is a universally used word down here in Australia. So you can be anything from a good cunt, a bad cunt, a lazy cunt, a hard-working cunt, son of a cunt, a cunt of a cunt. But either way, yes, Pinder, you are correct. This word down here in Australia is universally uh, loved and adored. So don't you other two blokes go take them down fucking cunt. Because I tell you what, we use it a lot around here. Good job. I love your show. Keep it up, boys. Keep punching. <laughs> love it. <laughs> that is spectacular. <laughs> I love our guys. I love our guys. The further away they're from, the more they love the show. Now, does that, do we have to put all of that in for the swear jar? Like, does that's that add swear to the jar. That's on that's Pinder. Holy cow. That's a guest. We can't control the guests. <laughs> Call Dawn and tell him there's going to be a fat check. You need a second mortgage for the swear jar. Oh, man. Seven South Street Burger locations across Calgary. SouthStreetBurger.com for a location near you. Skip the dishes. Uber Eats. DoorDash. Get yourself some south street burger today what's our boy's name there that's how am i you know, i that's let me where's uh after the show you sent me that guy on uh, that looked like instagram by the way that was cropped it was on instagram so, yeah he reached out uh it's a good ombre right there <laughs> he uh i said to him i said you know what i've had kind of a uh had kind of a rough day i appreciate this this is very good <laughs> that is brad uh brad r flower 
who uh who chimed in he says uh <laughs> uh when you left uh me and my 12 year old boy were both happy that you and the other two sea bombs are back having fun and talking shit keep putting your chin out to the world cheers so brad yeah. god love you thanks for being on barn uh on barn burner and uh and supporting us we so got a few awesome. in australia it's uh i love it like this is a part of the world where people travel through maybe you work at a ski hill maybe you come out you live in canmore for a bit you've got a lot of internationals around here and when they go back home they take us with them thank you we're gonna uh we're gonna jump here a couple minutes we're gonna come back it is the pinder report careful it makes its return when we uh when we come back two minutes stay there
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. a lot <laughs> i don't know that i've ever been a part of a broadcast that has had that ever before that's kind of the extent. way it was broadcasting's been so not a great birthday gift for doug retro oh, that's really geez. not what he would have wanted today knowing what we know about him it's very pure can we have like a doug edit of the show we send him a link that's missing that uh, two DJ. minutes there so i remember the is, first time he's... doug came on and we thought it'd be funny and it was just awful Mr. Serious and professional, and it was like, this is brutal. Get off yeah. the air. Your mom was awesome when you had her on. Mom's good. Yeah. Well, she's good. drinking all day, so. Yeah. It's like Sylvia. Loopy by the time the game's done. Yeah. I, I, I guess I'm curious because uh, Doug did come on the show, and we, yeah, it was, it was a little serious. It was a while ago, man. That was a long time ago. It was 10 years. And now he's hearing, you know, hearing about this now that he's uh, not liking the language. He's just uh, not well traveled enough, Dean. That's I all. wouldn't, I wouldn't have guessed that he was that prim and proper based on his performance at your roast that night. I was going to mm. say, like, if he's gone fishing with buddies and a couple bottles of whiskey, like, don't tell me that's not the same he's, category of conversation. He's also, he's also spent a ton of time in Australia, so oh, really? he should know the culture. Oh yeah, lots. It is disappointing. I <laughs> uh, want to talk to you about, uh, about Hope Street. Hope Street Rental Property Management. They bring you Ask Red every Thursday. You, uh, with Hope Street, you won't, you're not going to use your valuable time. Time's valuable. Time's money. Busy doing other right? stuff. I don't have time to fart around with stuff. I need, come on. You don't need to find or manage tenants. You don't need to uh, worry about 
bringing in the rent every year is did the is it going through is the checking about you need to worry about any of that stuff sleep easy knowing that your property is safe and protected you can book a virtual meeting online let hope street get to work for you canada's property manager of the year locations in vancouver edmonton and calgary hopestreet.ca there you go yeah. hopestreet.ca that is how that, that goes now pinder wasn't bad yeah. thank you yeah, wasn't bad. practicing a lot so we are uh the show continues to build and grow we have a lot of exciting things coming down yes. this, again we said it, i think at the end of the show on friday is that the day Rhett wasn't there yes so show three when Rhett wasn't there well he was kind of there I, but he was I, in the bronx i was there Good game and you, know what? you bring in any it... amazing footage and video of, did you contribute that to the show footage looked great oh, no, that was, the footage did look great me the audio i don't know why the audio was so was so poor we couldn't hear you we'd like to have uh... too far away from anyway well and it's noisy too i don't think those mics do well with lots of background noise you yeah. know what i mean you you got chirped plenty for it by yeah. the way there a guy could drop 350 on a jersey and he can't buy any goddamn airpods yeah so people were uh were wondering if maybe you could invest in some cans or something for your phone because we know it's not the first and the last time that you're not going to be around for a show can i do it's it surprise you're phone? not in new york today do I, do I have to be in this fancy office i feel like if you have a good reason or something interesting we'd love to have you on your phone if it, we knew it would work and the audio wasn't dog shit. i could probably make that yankees game tonight you don't have to hustle yeah, you'd have to get after it. 707 first pitch, and you're what? You're 115 there right now? Yeah, it's a 45-minute flight. It's well, easy. you got to book your flight. you got to get to the airport. I'll yeah, check. You could do it for sure. Yeah. Anyway, how'd that game go, by the way? Uh, the drinks were great. We had a bucket of chicken and fries that were phenomenal. Uh, the start, Stanton crunched a homer, and then uh, got real sleepy. Sleepy, eh? yeah? Yeah. Somebody crazy weekend or... of baseball. If you sat down and I, I, we'll get into it. But if you watched, I, I couldn't turn away. I had to stay up and watch the, the Padres, the dads, man. Unbelievable to watch that. It was the same thing in Philadelphia. You know, mm -hmm. we're, we're talking to Frank Valley coming up tomorrow. He was at one of the games. Oh, he's got to go Phillies with him. That place was going bananas and it was no different at Petco right. on Saturday night. The Padres finally move on Dragon, right? and finally beat L.A. They just chanted, beat L.A. for hours They've been and doing hours. that for like two decades, yeah. and they finally did. 24 years, did they say? It's the first time they've been to the championship series since in, in 24 years. Well, and they built that new park, which is sexy as hell, but they just hadn't spent a ton of dough. Now they have, and it's still not working. And you're like, then you see the Tatis thing, and you're like, oh, it's just never going to happen for these. Well, they sneak into a wild card and get it done. Love it. I'd be happy to go to Philly about right now. I'd be Eagles happy are unbeaten. Diego, yeah. Phillies are playing playoff. This is the best time of year for sports. It is. If you're a sports fan. 100%. Yeah. Sports. But you, but you have to be a Philly fan or you're going to get beat up. Well, I'm you not can't stupid. Wear, you can't wear that, what you're wearing today. No, no. Geez. No, I would just pull a warmer. I would just buy whatever gear I need to when I get there. Yeah. I'm a blank fan. I love the blank. Go blank, go. I get it. Trust me. I've been around you long enough. But of the things that we are, uh, that we're slowly trotting out over the course of time, today is another one. It was a staple on the old show. It's the Pinder Report. Oh, Dean. So how do we resurrect a portion of our, our show and our history that was just so loaded with 
audio clips and things that exist in a building that isn't this building. I think you just compensate with swearing. Uh-huh. We'll have to see how it goes. Or you can't put in a sound effect, just curse. I guess. Doug would love it. We'll see how it goes. Uh, this one for Dougie. We'll start with the NFL fellows as it was the sixth week. The sixth Sunday of the NFL season, first week with buys. The one-win Lions, one-win Texans, and one-win Raiders. Go look at yourself in the mirror for this week, you dummies. What's gone wrong? Meanwhile, the Tennessee had three wins. They were off as well. So major upsets yesterday. Six dogs getting wins in the 12 games. That's a lot. Two of the biggest dogs of the week were the New York teams. The Giants and the Jets both got wins. The Jets throttling the Packers by 17 in frosty weather at Lambeau. Huh? Unbelievable. What? And the Giants beating the Ravens, they were favored by six, 24-20. The New York teams, are they actually both good at football? Five and one Giants, four and two Jets. Well, don't ask Aaron Rodgers because he's lost to both of them in the last two weeks. No kidding. When's yeah, the maybe la- the Packers are just really bad. When is the last time a team has lost in consecutive weeks to the Giants and the Jets? Not any time since our fantasy league's been alive. It was a curse if you had Giants or Jets. They've been really good this year. Uh, Saquon Barkley, a big reason of why the Giants have been good. He's back finally after two miserable campaigns. And rookie Brees Hall's been running the ball well for the Jets as well. He looks legit. And two NFL icons yesterday, a part of those six upsets, taking some heat, feeling some heat. Aaron Rodgers and the Packers are just three and three. They, Like you said, two back-to-back losses to New York teams. And Tom Brady verbally abusing his offensive line no pep talks just completely tom doesn't want both teams to win like rob Lowe, but mm-hmm. uh it is indeed uh he's going through a divorce here is anyone else not thinking that when he's berating his teammates publicly on the sidelines well he can't yell at his wife anymore well this so is the thing yell at his teammates <laughs> uh they were huge favorites maybe the second biggest favorite of the whole week and they lost to dinged up pittsburgh on the weekend as much as 10 points at times this week you could get for betting the Steelers on the road. That's an ugly loss. And they were, and they the were devastated with injuries on their defense, on the defensive side of the ball. And they lose. Pickett uh, leaves. Their starting quarterback enough to go back to Trubisky. Trubisky. It was no good at all. And then the battle of the weekend, maybe the regular season game of the year in terms of hype. Rhett, it was the Bills in Kansas City where for the first time in eons, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs were dogs. Bills, get it done late, and uh, both of you were in on this game in terms of your picks. Uh, That's an impressive victory on the road for the Bills and two teams that you can't help but feel like they're going to play again because, well, they're both in the AFC, and I don't see them losing to many other teams when it matters. If there are football gods, they will play again. Yes. Rhett, you and I talked on the phone yesterday. It just feels like you are destined for a classic with these two. They don't play boring football. Once a month, we want to see these guys. Once a month, let's have these guys play off once a month just because you know how good the games are going to be. That's how the uh, Chiefs are feeling. Pat Mahomes with the <laughs> lips. Yeah, it was well, a don't tough... throw. Yeah, don't throw two picks and you win the football game. That, that's probably a good recipe for a lot of teams. Uh, absolutely. Dallas would fall in that category last night. Speaking of which, they played Philly in Philly. They moved to 6-0. and Jalen Hurts was just fine. The defense was excellent. They can run the ball down your throat when they want to. Uh, big win over Dallas, who will go back to Dak Prescott, is the thought, next week. If it's a more important game and Cooper Rush wasn't doing so well, 
backing up and holding the fort. You probably would have saw Prescott last night. It's Rush's first loss as a starter in the NFL as uh, Philly was dominant early. Cowboys made it close in the second half. Philly looks really good, like all facets. Like, what can't they do? And A.J. Brown hasn't been great. He's been just okay. Devontae, Devontae Smith has been just okay. Sanders has been getting it done. Both Smith and, and well, Brown comes through with a touchdown yesterday. And Hertz has been running Both in did. for two touchdowns yeah. a game. I, I, you know what, though? I will say this. After watching the afternoon game with the Bills and Chiefs, all due respect to the undefeated, undefeated Eagles, but it's Chiefs-Bills. Well, here's the thing. The Super Bowl is going to be an AFC-AFC, so we, we could get all these things, right? You could get the Chiefs-Bills again, and then theoretically Philly. Sure. It's still early. Any of those teams lose their quarterbacks, you probably don't like them much at all. Uh, Monday night, it's the Chargers and Broncos. That's tonight's contest. Chargers going to Charger. Um, we'll see. They're favorites here. The line's moved from five to four and a half points that they're laying here. Um, I don't know. AFC West supposed to be a real good division. It, it really hasn't been. The Raiders have been dog crap, and Russell Wilson's not looked like a quarter-billion-dollar quarterback. Chargers have been without some of their best players. Tough rib situation for Herbert. He's been playing through. We'll see. Off we go to Major League Baseball. Three of the four divisional series are over. Huh? The San Diego dads take out the Padres, or excuse me, take out the Dodgers in four games. Uh, incredible. It looked like a season that had gone wrong. They add Soto and you're like, wow. Then they lose Tatis, who has gone to injury to some sort of PED suspension. No bueno at all, except who cares about the regular season. They were better in a best of five. They're moving on. They'll face the Phillies who swept Atlanta. Braves are done. And it'll be the Padres and the Phillies for the NLCS. And the American League Strohs sweep the Mariners. They still haven't won a playoff game at home in 21 years. At least they have the crack. Uh... No, it's been tough in Seattle. It really has, unless you're... But they got all that weed. Riding the Geno Smith. They're high as a right kite. Now. They don't know the difference. And uh, Rhett, the Yankees will host Cleveland today. There's no more staving, Dean. This is it. One team will move on. One will be done. And it'll be the final fourth, uh, fourth and final team heading to a championship series. It'll either be Cleveland or New York going to Houston for the American League Championship Series, 5.07 Mountain Time, uh, 7.07 Sabres Time, for those that need to know that for tonight's contest. Uh, NHL quiet, no games yesterday. How about that? Zero. Today, 18 teams in action. So they're going to they're gonna make, we're gonna, we're gonna make that up to you. Uh, I'm going to make that up to you. 18 tonight. Uh, keep an eye on the 0-2 Canucks in Washington. They've blown significant leads twice, one in Edmonton, another in Philly. Washington also hasn't been good. They're 1-2. Uh, and the 0-2 Wild have been surprisingly leaky defensively. They get the defending champs, Colorado, who we saw here in Calgary last week, and the uh, new-look Blue Jackets. Um, Johnny Jacket and Eric Bad Branson look like evil twins. I don't know that it's been what they dialed up on free agency day that thus far. Mm. Four times four. It's not Daryl, and it's a top-four type of salary. It's I don't early. like either of those things for Eric. It's, I'm it's always the proponent of sorry, right? That recognizing when you're in a good spot and when you're in a when you're positioned to be, when someone offers you four years and four million per, you have to take you it. take the bag. I get it, Daryl. I'm sorry. To. I might have won a Norris here this year, but I'm leaving. <laughs> Michael I'm Stone gets this. Michael, could you send a letter to Eric? Like, understand the fit. Although, again, 16 million reasons to go to Columbus. That's fine. I get it. Uh, the Flames affiliate opened up 
made an inaugural game at the Scotiabank Saddle. And the Calgary Wranglers, no longer the Stockton Heat, did their best Oilers impression on the weekend with a furious rally that just fell short in the dying seconds. They lose 6-5 to the Coachella Valley Firebirds. Look at those unis. Coachella Valley Firebirds. I believe that loosely translates to the uh, Palms, Palm Springs Trans Ams. Coachella. I don't know. Uh, two for Matthew Phillips in the loss. Dustin Wolf with chased after five. Eh. Oscar Dansk, your backup for the Wranglers. Sold out, lower bowl. That's what they're going to do this year, just the lower bowl, the saddle them. Great vibes. Uh, 5,663. Harvey, immensely popular with the kid hockey team. Just a, what a stud. We, we say Father Time's undefeated. We talked about Rodgers and Brady. You know who Father Time hasn't figured out? Harvey the Hound. Still in his prime. He's got to put some clothes on. I mean, he's wearing a belt. He's got to put some pants, clothes on. But, uh, it's 2022. How drunk were you, by the way? Uh, not, because I was responsible for 15 children uh, amongst the rest of the coaching staff and our manager. Is that right? So, yeah. So how drunk were you? Not. Oh, all right. Uh, just enough to sort of take off the edge of the night before. Right. That's all. Afternoon uh, colada, perhaps, is what we'd call that. So what do you, obviously, it's the first game yeah. of the Wranglers. They play again tonight against Coachella Valley yeah. Firebirds. So we'll see how it goes. It was a great vibe. There's some weird Friday afternoon, 1 p.m. starts. It's uh, it's the second game and two nights against the same team. How's the hockey? It's, I for, know the For people that'll well. be thinking about going, they so want to go to a game. It, what you notice is that the give a fuck meter is really high. Guys are this close to becoming millionaires in the NHL rather than thousand heirs of the American Hockey League. You can add a zero to a lot of contracts in the American League when you look at the discrepancy between NHL and AHL money. Uh, it's a little more scrambly, but it's guys you'll recognize a lot of names. You'll see a lot of draft picks. There's a lot of expansion draft guys on that Seattle roster. That's the, the NHL affiliate for Coachella Valley. And look, I, I covered the league for two years. It's a great league in terms of the talent of player. There's just so much roster movement up and down. If you're if you got a really good player, guess what? You lose them. If the NHL club has a problem, guess what? You probably get them. I think it's the toughest league to coach at in the world because you just the roster turns over. You have 60 guys through the roster in one year. It's nuts. It's probably exaggerating, but a lot. Um, what else can I tell you? They're back at it tonight. Don't try to read the name bars on the Coachella Valley jerseys. It's just awful. I saw that. The worst. Like, I'm at the game 12 rows away, and it's no idea. Don't need glasses. It's, it's bad. Well, it's because you were hammered. No, again, not hammered. Just drunk. Getting rid of the edge. Uh, in the Canadian Did Premier League, Cavalry FC, they draw Forge 1-1, first leg of their two-legged semifinal. They'll be in Hamilton next weekend. Uh, they'll face the winners, the Hamilton or Cavalry, of the other side of the bracket, which is Ottawa and Pacific. So great playoff atmosphere at Datco Field on the weekend on Saturday. Beautiful day. Great crowd. 1-1 one, one draw. Soccer. How drunk were you? A little more. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, better half drove home. That's what we could get that sponsored. The, yeah. the Pinter drunk meter. Well, I'm out and moving and shaking in the community, really spreading yeah. the word about barn burner. So you you're are, welcome, yeah. Dean. Thanks. Yeah. Appreciate you. <laughs> so this, this, this drunk fellow that climbed out of the dumpster does what? Yeah, that's... That's our PR. It's branding. Yeah. That's our marketing department. And that's our first crack at the Pinder Report. There you go. There it's Pinder Report. Very well done. Very well done. I don't know if it's well done or not. I, um, the, the football between, because the obviously, I think we were all kind of waiting for that Chiefs Bills game in the afternoon. The morning it game kind of sucked it wasn't prime time, but I feel like everyone was only watching that in the afternoon window anyway. Yeah. 
and not that and usually the evening game would disappoint after a bell ringer like that one but that was a pretty good game last well the cowboys came back to life finally that was like they had what like one first down in the first like 25 minutes of the game yeah philly could play d so bills what they're on a bye this week i think now are they off yeah got a bye and then green bay then green bay comes in uh the following for a sunday nighter are you are you going i think i have to if you you know I feel like you do. If you want to be our bells and stuff. Yeah, I, got, I mean, I gotta, I gotta attend to these things. Make sure that everything's running smooth. Uh, I'll try to be intoxicated like you. Take your, uh, you know, follow your lead a little bit. So yeah, I think Good. I got to be out. Of, I got to get back on Sunday though. I'm out of town. I'll have to get back, but it's a Sunday nighter, so I should be able to make it. So we've seen Boston and Pittsburgh and what other cities already. Uh, this weekend is Roch and Cleveland. Yeah. And actually, there's right. three cities this weekend. Three kids, Roch. three different cities. Are Rochester. No, Rochester, Cleveland, and Pittsburgh once again. Got to have deep pockets to be a hockey parent out there, hey? In the States, apparently. Private jets. Flying your kids around. Hey, we got an exhibition game. Cool. Uh, what quadrant to the city? Uh, nope. We're flying two states over. How far nope. to uh, Rochester? That's close. That's a good one. 45 to an hour. Yeah. Is Rochester a mini Buffalo? Because I'd yeah. never been to Buffalo. In the American League, we went to Roch, and I just can't help thinking, like, all the things you've told me and everything I'd known about Buffalo, I'm like, this is just baby Buffalo, isn't it? Well, I think if the Bills had, and the Sabres had ended up in Roch, yeah, it would be flipped. It would be 100%. Like, I think most people in Roch think they they should have the – the uh, professional sports teams and they should be the big city on the map in this area, but no, it's just a small version. I don't even know how much smaller it is, but it's, yeah, it's a good comparison or whatever, baby down version of Buffalo. But I think there's a, apparently quite a rivalry amongst the children when the the hockey teams play. I bet. I bet. Look out. So how are the kids uh, taking to being American? Are they uh, do they hate Canada? Do they hate everything now? Is it starting well, to been rub off on them? Li- they've been American their whole life because their mother was. So that's a stipulation those Americans have. If your mom's Is American, that- so are you. Mm. Back to the Eagles for a moment. I yep. saw this uh, on on the, on the Twitter. So the Eagles are six and zero. Yep. Their next six opponents. Steelers, Texans, Commanders, Colts, Packers, Titans. 12 and 0? Well, I mean, that's a very nice looking schedule. But the problem with this league is that you come out flat in one game or all of a sudden another team plays their best game of the year. Like it's why picks are seemingly impossible in this league, right? It's just you think you know. And Jacksonville. You don't. Like how? Yeah, Jacksonville last year, Buffalo Bills exactly. in Jacksonville. They couldn't get a point. Did they get a field goal? Maybe nine three and or Indianapolis something. Indianapolis beat Kansas City. That's the team that beat Kansas City. Like what? How does that make sense? Right? Like it's just this league. I get what you're saying. It's not division leaders, but I think it's probably fair to suggest one of those teams surprises the Eagles. You're about a third of the way in. Outside of Buffalo, Kansas City, and and Philadelphia, who's good? 
Who are you confident saying they're good? The Giants know. are five and one or what? Are they good? Well, I don't think I'm so. Not there yet. I mean, I think they're competitive, but I don't think they're a Super Bowl contender. Like, I think you can start to say you're a playoff team, but the real contenders, I see three to your point. Yeah. Like I, the Bucks, I look, they missed so many of the receivers, but they had everyone back yesterday. And their defense is still supposed to be good enough to win them. Right. Games. So like, I don't want to write them off, but it was an ugly week for them. Packers look terrible. If the Chargers ever get healthy, everyone loved the, the, that team on paper, but I could just as easily see them losing to Denver tonight. Uh, I, it's the Bengals have been up and down. Still can't protect the quarterback well enough, but they, they sneak out a win yesterday. So I don't know. It's, this is the league, right? There's three teams we're all focused in on. And when we get to week nine or 12, it'll be maybe a fourth or fifth teams jumped into that mix. Jets are four and two. Careful. Ravens lose, so the Bengals and Ravens are three and three in the AFC North. Cleveland and Pittsburgh, they don't worry me. Lamar, if Deshaun Watson's back, that team can do everything. With game manager quarterback that they have, I don't like Cleveland, but remember, if they had a top five quarterback and someone that can actually complete the ball down the field, like is that's that a, a big ask? Totally for him, when's the last time he played football? Year and a half ago, right? Yeah, it's a big to come in halfway through a season and just flip a switch. I don't know. I don't think anyone can do it. No, but you certainly think he can be better than Jacoby Brissett. And they're already running the ball better than anyone else. They've got some elite players on defense. What Miles Garrett's at the franchise record? You're like, how many yeah. years he's been in the league and he's sacked more than any other Brown ever? Like, are you kidding me? Uh, I just see that as the team that has a huge ceiling once they get Deshaun. Deshaun's that much better than Brissett. Uh, but other teams, I, I'm, yeah. Vikings are five and one. And I, I don't Kurt think- Cousins when it matters, really? Are we going to pretend that's a thing? We talked about Robbie Anderson of the uh, Panthers earlier today in the show. That of the he, Panthers uh, earlier today. Yeah, he got the, uh, the old heave-ho. <laughs> He's an Arizona Cardinal. Of the Cardinals later today. That's right. So he, uh, not only did he get uh, tossed to the showers, he got traded out of town. Pack your bleep. How much money did Matt Rule make on that deal? Was it was it a ton. 70 million? Get fired two, three years in? 11 million. And he, 11 billion, million, That's trillion. Right. Gazillion. Uh, he didn't have a good quarterback there ever either, but. Whatever. New guy gets his stamp. Send a receiver to the locker. Retro, you were uh, at a Buffalo Sabre game this weekend, were you? I was. I, uh, Tell us, I get us, uh, give us the details. Some former flames. Yeah, that, that, that Kachuk guy's a real pain in the ass. He had the whole key bank center wound up and ready to throttle him about three minutes into the game. Everyone was pissed off, mad. Really? Then he scores a goal, of course, comes out of the penalty box, and like within a minute, scores a goal. Typical Kachuk. He's kind of a, yeah. He's a guy you want Whoa. on your squad. I don't think the Flames mind him being in the other conference. I'm going to go ahead and say that. Because to your point, he's beloved by one fan base and 31 despise him. Yeah, you want to have one of those guys. There's not many. How do you guys. get one? How do you, how do you ever get one? How <laughs> was Eggs? He, I mean, Eggs was okay. Eggs had to, of course, take a tripping penalty. Shocked everybody uh, that knows him. Uh, Florida looked pretty good though. I mean, it was a close Dubrovsky's game. Been okay start too. That's big. Yeah. Well, Knight played that game, but 
Okay. Made a huge save too. too. It was it was a good game. But I I I like that Panthers team. They move zip it around pretty good. Ekblad's awesome. Ekblad yeah. is dynamite. You get that with those D, right? When they go top of the draft or in that one two spot. As a forward, you're just going to get all of the, the fanfare. You're just a sexier pick, and it just takes time. Because remember, Victor Hedman yeah. was like, well, he's big, he's very good, and uh, he's a very good player. And then eventually, and I don't know, four years, three years, five years in, you start to really see, okay, this guy controls games. Do you see that with, with Ekblad? Is he like a, he's going to just take over games in a way? It does seem that way, and it's it's weird. Like, Jovo was like that a little bit because he played for the Panthers. I refer to him, but he's – I don't know how big Ekblad is. I'm sure he's big, but he comes across as bigger on the ice. Like, it's like he's just a big, imposing presence every time he steps on the ice. He takes over the ice. He's always in the way. He's crushing guys. He moves – he joins the rush offensively well. He's positioned all the time and correctly. Like, just you have that feeling that he's always doing the right thing, and 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 he comes across as a big, big, imposing presence on the ice. Big is he, Paul Maurice? There, we'll see. You know what? That's one of the things you brought him up the other day, Paul Maurice, and I'd kind of forgotten there was Burnett, a, right? always so much change in the off season, and then you get into the start of the new one when you're doing this, whatever you do with this job, you got to kind of get caught up in everything. I had forgot that Maurice had landed there. And, I, and yes, so how does that how does that work? And I I don't know. He's one of the because we were looking at the Sutter stuff. Paul Maurice is one of the more tenured guys in NHL coaching history. Yeah, he's done it forever. Um. I think, like most, he wears out his welcome. He wears on guys. But for right now, could be a great fit for them. And the question will be, okay, like, Paul Maurice following who? Like, that was the Quenville system. And then he gone, but Burnett keeps it in. That they were, the what, the highest scoring team in the history of the cap last year? Weren't bad defensively. Weger and Ekblad, your top pair. We'll see. Like, I don't think Maurice is a bad coach, but... Are they going to play, you know, systemically different than last year? We'll have to get our boy Georgie on when they rip through town before the Kachuk yeah, ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 6-4-2-15-2-20 there on Ekblad Retro. So, yeah, he's he's a big man. Yeah. Questions about the blue line. They got their top four loses Mackenzie Weger, who was with Ekblad a ton. And when Ekblad was hurt, he carried the mail. Uh, waiver claim Gustav Forsling of a few years ago. He's a really good player. It's blossomed since they scooped him. He's now a top line guy, top pair guy. And uh, Mark Stahl, Brandon Montour, your second pair. We talked about it the other day. I would, I'd love to, anytime, you'd love to be the fly in the wall. When the Kachuk thing goes down, you're in the mix. Because you know you don't just get a phone call, hey, it's Brad Treliving. Matthew Kachuk, we're moving him. You're one of the teams he'd go to. Let me know if you're interested. I, you don't just suddenly say, well, how about uh, Huberto and Uyghur? It had to have been in Bill Zito's mind that maybe the mix wasn't right, that he was going to make a change, which is not to say that they wouldn't be Panthers today if it wasn't for the Kachuk deal. But you wonder about what their long-term history was going to be there. Were they going to get extensions? And what was Bill Zito's impression of them mm -hmm. after a couple of disappointing playoff exits? Yep. I think if their contract statuses were different, 
you don't include both those guys, but both pending use, both coming off tougher playoff exits. You know, I don't think they could exist moving forward knowing what those dollars would be. And it wouldn't work for the Flames unless you had massive money going out. Monaghan's six plus, Gaudreau's 6.75, 75, whatever it is. Kachuk's seven a year. Like, I just don't think they could keep everyone. They've already extended Barkov. The Ekblad's making a ton of dough. They got Bobrovsky at oh, 10 a year. They just Kachuk. gave Spencer Knight a new deal. And right? Kachuk, yeah. when you, it's like, okay, to make room for him at, what, nine and a half, nine and a quarter a year, whatever it is. Like, yep. They weren't going to be able to resign these guys if they were going to do that. So, okay, why not throw them in? And, and look, we don't know that those deals are going to be good. It's the last year of really low money for Uyghur and Huberto. Like, there's nine years of Huberto. How many does he look like an elite playmaking winner? We don't know. Bill Zito might say, yeah, it's only four. Can't do that. My window's got to be bigger than that. Or he's just said, yeah, it's a chance to get Kachuk in his prime. Let's go. Where do you see Tampa Bay this year? Kind of in the, because I wonder if that ends up being, we've got to get out of this division. We've got to beat and slay this dragon. When does Tampa Bay start to start to slide? Probably not while Vasilevsky's there and Hedman's there and Stamkos and Point and Kucherov are still elite. They got all three of those guys playing on the same line to start the year. That'll be interesting to see if they stick it that way. Um, but it's also Toronto has been the best regular season team in that division, probably aggregate over the last three years. Boston has looked really sharp early and Marchand skating already, apparently. Pasternak had the four-point game. Like that division's just, it, it's impossible. If you're just thinking, hey, we'll be 100-point team, we'll be good, right? Well, you're going to face someone really good in round one. And if you get through there, it's another dominant team in round two. When do you run out of energy, though, going to the finals three years in a row? Like, there has to be something. They went to the Eastern Conference final, I think, like, three times in four years prior to finally slaying the dragon. So I don't know, like they didn't look tired last year necessarily. No. The point injury is a huge one, but I think that two deep runs for the Islanders looked like it wore on them when they had to start 20 on the road or whatever. Um, they've proven they can play their best hockey in the playoffs. Who's the? So I, I'm not yeah. ready to call them out. They, they might finish fourth in the division. And I'm not worried still. Because you talk about Kachuk being a dick, you you know that's when he will shine. Is Should. when you get because I, I don't know if it was if it was can you use the Battle of Alberta as a comparison because you know they hated each other and all that, but both were still trying to prove themselves. Panthers have established themselves, but the Lightning are they're the giant. You said it in the press conference, right? I used to hate the Oilers. I hate Tampa more than the Oilers. Like it was just like you flipped a switch. But the thing was. How good was Matthew Kachuk when it mattered in a seven-game series against the Oilers? Mm -hmm. He should That's be excellent. It. He wasn't. He's got to keep up. I don't know if he can. Heavy boots? Well, we know He's that. Got some boots on him. He put up 100 points with heavy boots all season. It wasn't like it was a new sport. I just felt like he got in his own head a bit in the Dallas series. It's a different and sport. Playoff it, I, yeah, is different. for sure. For sure. But I also think he didn't do himself any favors with the whole, was it Klimberg thing? And like, we thought he was hurt. That's how bad he looked. It wasn't like, oh, he's just slow. It's like, he ain't himself. Am I overstating it or no? Well, he wasn't himself. I mean, he had a great game one in that nine, six exhibition that masquerade. Yeah, whatever he was, he wasn't that, he was good. Yeah. yeah. 
I don't know what the who's the hated is. rival out there. Retro is it Toronto? Everybody hate the Leafs. I think yeah, yeah. Everybody hates the Leafs. If the Sabers can beat the Leafs a couple times a year, that's that's Stanley Cup stuff right there. And when the Leafs come to town, it's still an all Toronto crowd. People still come in to get it, tickets, or are the Sabers fans going to start to? It wasn't as good over the last couple of years, apparently. So nobody was coming, but I would I expect this the year the borders yeah. and stuff are opening up that it'll be back to normal. It's you can still get tickets for Sabers games if need be, and a suite apparently. If you if you'd like really? a suite, they are I'll they fly are. Us out. We'd love to join you. What do you mean apparently? Mm-hmm. Why why do you know there's a suite? Were you in the suite? People are hawking suites at you. No, I was at the game, and I noticed that at a Flames game, every seat is sold, and so are all the seats or suites. And so, yeah, but yeah. the the lights were out on a few of the suites in in Saberland. Warner's Corner, bring it back. You know, sponsor. I actually think it? it's still going. I think it's still going here. Really? It's clearly not as Warner's Corner, but I think it has continued on since I bought started that. Get off your fat wallet and make a difference, Mr. Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Hey, you're a Buffalonian now. Big timer. You ever come? You're, you're not coming back, hey? You're staying there. Uh, I can I, tell. What do you mean? I gotta get. Some. I just mean you. Oh, you're gonna. You're predicting Rhett in the long game. That's an unwinnable problem. That's probably a good you, point you by can you. Never ever see where he's going <laughs> next. Short term, I think you got him nailed, but yeah. don't you think you know what he's got up his sleeve for the summer? You have no idea. Turks and Caicos, Netherlands, Iceland, Australia. Could be anything. Yeah, we haven't even wrap. seen the, yeah. the snow fly yet. It's it's coming, and it's all rainy and blustery out right now. They're saying there could be flakes in the air soon. So 25 yeah. today, Rhett. 25. Hit the patio pinder. The original Bonton Meat Market opened its doors in 1921, and all they've done since then is provide the highest quality product and treat their customers like family. The best AAA Alberta beef, free-range poultry, grain-fed Alberta lamb, milk-fed veal, and you get to go in there and you get to talk to Greg Keller, and he'll tell you everything you need to know. If you don't believe it, just ask him. I think he helped coordinate that Kachuk deal. Yeah, he hated Chucky. Didn't like Kachuk. I hated Strong Word. Hate Strong. Are they going to pay him $9 million? That's superstar money. Can't be paying me and my buddies. We watch, and I'll tell you what. He doesn't say Kachuk, you know what? Have you tried the potato salad? 28 Crowfoot Circle in the Northwest, BontonMeatMarket.com. Do you miss your buddy Greg, Rhett? You miss him? I do. I could use a a restocking down here. You need a deep freeze first by the sounds of your order. I'm I'm running light. Yeah, what do you do? What do you do in that situation? Are you like buying from like just a grocery store? Are you just a commoner down there with your butter? Pick up. Yeah. You don't get a lot in those freezers in the top, especially crap in there. Yeah. Uh, Vegas game day tomorrow, boys. Be ready. That's another great team. 3 0 start. And uh, we talked about the gauntlet, the Flames. 2 0 so far. Good team tomorrow. Who's coaching in Vegas now? Speaking of, I don't know why I care. It's the former Bruce Boston Cassidy. head coach who oh, I just right. only right. just made the playoffs and had great teams since he started coaching in Boston. I don't know why they don't still have him on payroll. It's hockey. Got just gotta change, make changes. Gotta make changes. Gotta make changes. Changes. Well, I just hope he doesn't Bruce. stray too far from Pete DeBoer hockey. Get Brunette out of there. Uh, he's terrible, that Brunette. He doesn't know what he's doing. Ah, stupid president's trophy. <laughs> So yeah, game day tomorrow for the uh, for the Flames. 
as well. Uh, Frank Saravelli, Hawk, uh, Daily Faceoff, Good. Hawk Insider. He's going to join us on the program tomorrow you as well. Yell at me again for be having stupid takes? Probably. Hope so. Yeah, Appreciate probably. It. You know what you need to do? Eagles-Bills smack. Get that going. Is he an Eagles oh, fan? Oh, he's a Philly guy. Come he's on. a Philly guy. He was at the That's Phillies a... game. Oh, yeah. Loves it down there. We'll get we'll get into that as well. Um I guess what do we what do we tell people to subscribe? What do we do? Yeah, okay, so if you're watching on watching on YouTube, subscribe, give us the five stars. Love that. Yeah. Like it, thumbs up, tell your pals. Uh, Spotify and Apple, same thing. Subscribe. Brett, tell them what to do. Stars. Tell them what to do with the uh, the podcast and the uh, the YouTube. What sub, should they be sub, doing? Sub, they sub, should subscribe and uh, five star review us and. And make it and share it and uh, all those wonderful things. I'll say this. The, the thing you could do to really help us, tell your buddies. Tell we, your know, buddies. we know all the tech-savvy people that have social media accounts. They, we're spamming them all day. Tell your buddies. The boys are back. And support the sponsors. That's yes. the only way we're here is with our wonderful sponsors. Buy six Dodge Rams from Tower. Let's yeah. go. That's right. Half dozen. From the Tower Chrysler Studios, that has been the program. And of course, Oilers Nation. The, uh, Oilers Nation every day. Every day. Uh, it's coming up Oilers next on YouTube. Suck. Graphics. See you tomorrow, buddies.